Studio Tortu presents Deep Folk, Tales from the Generator. Deep Folk is a first-person adventure radio drama created using AI Dungeon Dragon Engine. Greetings, Deep Folk Adventurer. You are listening to Hot Dog Crime Squad. This episode was created and read by Simon Cotty. The year is 2088, and hot dogs have been outlawed. There is an illegal crime syndicate working in the shadows of Neo New York. The Hot Dog Crimes Division are the only ones that can keep illegal hot dogs off the street. Episode 1 Don't Eat the Hot Dogs. It's the first day of Hot Dog Police Academy, the most prestigious hot dog police school in Neo, New York. You've always dreamed of becoming a hot dog cop, and now's your chance to prove your dad wrong. Dad wanted you to be a stockbroker, but how wrong he was. First rule of Hot Dog Police Academy, don't eat the hot dogs, your instructor shouts at the assembly of future hot dog police. You stand tall and proud. A hot dog officer needs to be respectful yet firm. You walk with vigor and hold your hand up in the hot dog sign at all times. You graduate top of the class. The academy didn't teach you everything, though. Once you've finished ironing your uniform and polishing your shoes, you head outside. You walk along the sidewalk towards the New York Police Department headquarters. The New York Police Department are happy to see their new hot dog officer. You report to the captain of the hot dog police. The captain looks you up and down. You graduated top of your class, he says in a mocking tone. You're shorter than the others. You say, I may be short, but I'm tall in dedication to the prevention of hot dog related crime here in Neo New York. The captain seems amused by your comment. Okay, he smiles. We have a crime to solve. He points at a random person in the street. You just murdered that lady over there. The captain gives you an accusing glare, daring you to defy his words. You say, um, do we have any evidence? And does this relate to hot dogs? The captain is about to speak when his communication device beeps. He listens into it before pulling a confused face. The mayor's being kidnapped, he says. Dear God, it's my first day. This is a lot to take in. Should I report to my new partner? The captain nods. Your new partner should be waiting for you at the police station. His name's Frank, you say. Can you tell me about Frank? The captain smiles. Well, Frank is one of our best police officers here. Great track record. Anything else, you ask? He's a bit, uh, strange, the captain admits. Weird how, you ask, intrigued. Just very, the captain searches for the right word. Firm. You'll see what I mean. He takes a set of keys from his pocket, selecting a small one from the bunch. This opens up Frank's file room, he says. You locate the file room, using the small key to unlock the door. There's a large cabinet inside, with several files. Frank's secret files, you say out loud, reading the first label. The first one seems uninteresting. You make sure nobody's around. You don't want anyone peeking over your shoulder and finding out that you've been looking at secret files. You read through several files, learning all about Frank's past and secrets. Ah, there you are, a voice suddenly shouts. You hide the file cabinet, the file behind you and turn around. The captain is standing in the doorway, a strange look in his eyes. 
Just reading about my new partner, you say nervously, then quickly add, this is pretty standard, right? You show him the files in your hands. I, I mean, you, you gave me the key after all. Well, yes, but that's my point, the captain says laughing. These files are so boring that I only give out the key if I know the detective personally. I don't think I've ever given you this key before. So you, you, you do this with everyone? I should really go and find Frank. Bye, Captain. You walk out of the room, leaving the captain behind you. You quickly make your way to the front desk. I'm looking for uh, Detective Frank, you say. He's in his office, down the hall to the right, says the front desk officer. You head down the hall to the right. There's a door with Frank's nameplate on the door. Frank is standing outside his office, peering at you over a stack of files. Do I know you? He says, squinting at you in the hallway. Uh, Officer Frank, you say nervously. I'm your new partner. My name is Const Constable Hale, and I graduated the top of my class at Hot Dog Police Academy. Frank shakes his head slowly. I'm sorry, kid. I don't have a partner. Now, if you'll excuse me. Frank tries to walk out of his office, but you stop him. There must be a misunderstanding that the captain told me just now that you're my new partner. We need to work together to stop hot dog crimes here in uh, Neo New York. Frank laughs. <laughs> Sorry, kid. I don't have a partner. Now, this is my office, so if you don't mind. Frank tries to walk into his office again, but you stop him. There's no way he's getting away before you finish this conversation. Frank, uh, the mayor's being kidnapped? Frank looks at you surprised by this. Kid, you better have a good reason for stopping me. I said the mayor's being kidnapped. The, the captain just told me. Frank looks at you for a moment, then bursts out laughing. Then he stops laughing. Kid, now I'm sorry, but I don't have time to play games with some young kid. I'm not playing games, you say. I'm deadly serious. We need to work this case, Frank. Maybe hot dogs were involved. Kid, that's the dumbest conspiracy theory I've ever heard. Now if you'll excuse me. Frank walks into his office and slams the door in your face. You knock on the door. First day on the job and all this. You just had to follow your dreams, didn't you, kid? You say to yourself, shaking your head. You continue walking down the hall and find a small office with the lights on. Through the window in the door, you can see a man with a thin beard typing on his computer. Dried stains of what looks like mustard are near the corners of his mouth. You knock on his door and say, knock, knock. The man looks up. Slowly, he stands up and opens the door. Hello, he says. Hi, you respond, unsure how to act. Do I know you? Uh, we went to high school together, you say. Name? Uh, Constable Hale? Hmm. Wait, weren't you that kid that was obsessed with hot dogs? You could say that, you respond. I'm Dr. Prengerman, the man says, extending his hands. You shake his hand. It's my first day on the force. I think I'm assigned to be Frank's partner, but he doesn't believe me. Despises hot dogs, does he? No, he just thinks I'm a kid. Says he doesn't have a partner. What work do you do here at the Hot Dog Crimes Division, Dr. Prengerman? I'm the chief, he says. Head of the division. You're the chief? Hot Dog Crimes. They're a serious issue in the city. Don't you know anything? I'll have you know I wrote the book on the history of hot dog crimes in this very building. You blink surprised. He wrote a whole book on hot dogs. Chief, I joined this force to stop hot dog crimes. I'm passionate about it. My mother, my mother was killed from a hot dog related crime. I'm sorry to hear that. Cops are supposed to protect and serve, but for some reason hot dog related crimes are just outside our jurisdiction. Still, I'm sure you'll be able to do some good here. You seem like a smart kid. Thanks. 
Dr. Pringerman smiles. Now I have some work to do. If you'll excuse me. The doctor closes the door without another word. You suppose that was a bit rude of you. But he just seemed so nice at first. Like a father almost. You go sit down at your desk and sigh. There's a stack of about 30 papers on your desk. You sigh again and get started on the first paper. Paperwork sucks. You have a terrible day of filling out forms. You stand up and stretch, having gotten through all your paperwork. Oh, gee whiz. I guess that was my first day, you say to nobody really. After finishing your paperwork, another man walks into the room. He's wearing an expensive black suit and has slicked back hair. You've never seen him before, but you would guess he's another cop, a real one. Hello, hello, anybody here? You almost trip standing up. Uh, uh, yes, hello, I'm here, Constable Hale, that's me. Hello, I'm Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith from the FBI. The FBI? Were you sent here to work with us? No, 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 I just need to use one of your offices for a little while. You wouldn't happen to be investigating any hot dog crimes, would you? You whisper excitedly to him. Why do you ask? You whisper so that the other cops weren't here. I think there's a link between hot dog crimes and terrorism. Mr. Smith laughs a bit. <laughs> it seems a bit fake. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Don't be silly. The FBI doesn't investigate hot dog crimes. Oh, right. You walk out of the office without another word. The next day, you get your new partner, Frank Jackson. You approach Frank. Frank! So you are my partner. Partner? Partner, do I know you, son? You chuckle a bit. No, but I know you. You're Frank Jackson, future Hall of Famer of the Hot Dog Crimes Division. I'm really excited to have you as my partner. I'm new on the force, but have a real passion for solving hot dog related crimes. Passion for hot dogs, eh? That's a real good one. I love hot dog. You look at him suspiciously. Eating hot dogs is a federal crime, Frank. What are you saying? What? Nonsense. I love all types of food, especially hot dog. Mmm. You look at him with suspicion. Is he on the hot dog cartel's payroll? Maybe that's why they sent him here. But no, that, that doesn't add up. You laugh nervously. This must be a joke. <laughs> Good one, Frank. Frank seems confused. What's so funny? Uh, nothing. Well, well let's just get to work, you say getting out your notepad and hitting the streets. No use hanging around thinking about it anymore. The next two days are hard. You sit with Frank, eating a hamburger in your squad car. You wait for a hot dog related APB. You sit in the squad car and wait, and wait, and then you wait some more. Suddenly, Frank's walkie-talkie crackles to life. Oh Frank, you point to the radio. Maybe we have a case. Frank turns the volume up and a nasally voice comes out of the speaker. All officers, we have an active hot dog related APB. Suspect is believed to be carrying around hot dogs in a large bag. Approach with caution. Frank looks at you and grins. Now we're talking, Frank. Peel out, you say excitedly, turning the police siren on. You heard the man, let's lock and load. You put the car in gear and peel out to the street. Out of the parking lot and onto the road you go. A few minutes later, the siren wails as you turn onto Olive Avenue. As you round the corner, you see the suspect carrying a large grocery bag and talking on his cell phone. You're driving fast and he hasn't seen you yet. You swerve the car in front of the suspect, cutting him off. He turns and looks at you, shocked. You leap out of the car and pull a gun from his holster. 
Hesitantly, he raises his hands. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. What's in the grocery bag, scumbag? You shout aggressively. He looks at you. Only a, a few things for my nephew, he says. For your nephew, hey? I don't suppose your nephew is eating hot dogs for dinner, is he? He looks at you with shock and then starts to laugh. Uh, you must be new here, he says. I'm a hot dog vendor. You look at him, then the bag, then him again. You really are unbelievable. On the ground now, you shout. Frank, cuff this scumbag. Frank gets out of the car and runs over to you. He takes the suspect's bag and puts handcuffs on him. You have the right to remain silent. He begins reading off of a card. You're new. You're really going to like it here, kid. He smiles. You look at the hot dog vendor and then back to the police car and then put the evidence gloves on and search the contents of the grocery bag. There's nothing but hot dog buns in the bag. No hot dogs though. That's weird. Frank tells you to take the bag and put it in the car and you do so. Hey, hey Frank, there's no hot dogs in here. Just the buns. Something's fishy here. Frank shakes his head. I told you kid, you're really going to like it here. A police officer comes up to the car on foot and he leans in. Hey, our guys just picked up a suspect on 5th Street. Want us to bring him in? We just bagged a suspect too. Yeah, let's bring them down to the station. We can question them both there, you say. He nods and jogs off down the road. Hmm, jogging. Come on kid, let's go down to the station. You look at Frank and nod. You've had enough excitement for one day. When you arrive, the two suspects are already there. You take suspect 1 to interrogation room 2 and then take suspect 2 to interrogation room 1. You have the right to an attorney. You begin as you turn on the recorder. You say you're a hot dog vendor, eh? You getting a cute with us? He shakes his head. No, I just didn't have any hot dogs in my bag because I was on my way to a job. I sell hot dogs at the baseball games. You think for a second. So why did you run then? He shrugs. Selling hot dogs is a federal crime. What are you, a dunce? You know that. You're admitting to a crime? You say as you slam your hands down on the table. I, I'm, I'm sorry, officers. I, I'm just really nervous. You nod. So where were you headed? He tells you in, and you look at him, a little confused. It was a strip club. You'd been there a few times yourself. Where do you keep the hot dogs, you sicko? You flex your muscles as you ask. He looks at you in surprise. Well, uh, when I'm at the games, I hide them inside the cotton candy machine. You snap your fingers as you get an idea. Stupid question on my part. How could you hide anything in there with all those people around all the time, right? You think I'm a fucking moron, do you, Jack? Where are they really? He puts his hands up. No, no, honest, they're in the cotton candy machine at the park. You stand up and walk over to him. You grab him by the collar and stare into his eyes. He's sweating bullets and looks like he might piss himself. Frank, send some of the boys to Yankee Stadium and search all the cotton candy machines. You sit back down and turn on the recorder. I'm waiting. He tells you the whole story between gasps of air as he thinks about how much trouble he's in. Apparently he had a connection in China and had them make him a bunch of hot dogs laced with drugs. Look, the drugs aren't my concern. You can tell that to narcotics. I'm only here for the hot dogs. I can't stand your kind. Selling hot dogs in my fine streets? You're scum. He nods. Tell me one thing. Why did you run? I panicked. You think for a second and then slam your hands on the table. We got another suspect to interview. Make yourself comfy, fucko. You aren't going anywhere. You say and go to interrogation room one. 
You open the door and step inside to find the other suspect isn't alone. Another well-dressed man is standing over him. Is this the guy? The man asks as he points to the other suspect sitting down. I don't know. Hey guy, are you the guy? You say looking at the suspect. He nods. You look at the other man. Who are you? I'm the manager at Gino's. That degenerate over there just rubbed our establishment and gave the clerk a concussion. You walk over to the second suspect and flick your wrists and snap your fingers. You messing up Gino's fine establishment, are you scumbag? Gino makes the best fettuccine in all of Neo New York. The nerve on you, kid. You say, clicking your fingers at the suspect. You pull the suspect up and sit him next to the other one. So let's get to it. You two are connected. The first thing I need to do is find out how so I can put you into the badge bitch for a long time. So do you two knuckleheads know each other? The suspects shake their heads. No, they reply in unison. You slap one of them across the face. You're lying. You slap the other one. Anyone you two know in common? Streets? You both roll? Anyone? They both shake their heads. No. You sigh and then stand up and go to Frank who is standing outside the interrogation room. Nothing yet. Did you search the cotton candy machines at Yankee Stadium? Yeah, nothing yet. Tell the boys to keep at it. Okay. Frank goes off to send you a message as you head back into the interrogation room. You sit down and glare at the two of them. We know about the illegal hot dogs at Yankee Stadium. How is this connected to the Geno's robbery? The two suspects look at each other. They clearly know something, but that's not unusual. You lean in and stare directly at the other one that you think is the subordinate. You slap both of them with one big slap. You stand up and walk to the door. You wait here. I'll be back, you say and turn off the recorder. As you step outside, Frank is there. They're clean at the cotton candy machine, he tells you. You nod and head back in. You lied to me, hot dog vendor. The cotton candy machines are clean. You grab him by his collar and slam him into the door. I ought to beat your ass right here, you know that? You threaten. I told you, I don't know. You punch him in the jaw and he falls to the floor. Hey Frank, put these two knuckleheads into the holding cells. Maybe a night in the slammer will refresh their memories. You sit down and turn off the recorder. You two are going to the slammer overnight. Maybe a night in the slammer will refresh your memory. You get into your car and drive up the stairs to the chief's office. <laughs> you... You... <laughs> You walk in without knocking. You wanted to see me, sir? He looks up and seems a little surprised to you. Ah, detective asshole. I mean, dick. Hey, chief, stop breaking my balls. He sighs and leans in the ba- leans back into his chair. I need you to go talk to Detective Reed and see if we can't get him back on the force. What happened to him? Hospital or disability? Neither. He was working a case with some SWAT officers and something went wrong. Really wrong. You nod and start for the door. Hey, Dick, uh, um, detective. You turn back to him. Yeah, what is it, sir? He sighs again, then speaks. He said you could do better. Who did? You say as you start to get a little pissed. Detective Reed. I'll go pay him a visit, okay? Calm down, chief. You turn and leave, shaking your head. He's been a real pain in the ass since you two met. You get in the car and drive over to Reed's house. When you arrive, you notice his car is in the driveway. Hey Frank, this is a bit suspicious, right? You say, gesturing to the current situation. I mean, the guy could be in serious trouble. Let's go talk to him. You get out and walk to his front door. Reed, it's Dick and Frank. We need to talk, you yell. 
You knock heavily on his door. Chief Brengerman sent us. You hear some noise from inside, and then the arrival of Reed. Hey guys, how's it going? You look at him in disbelief. He's acting as if nothing's wrong. What's going on with you, man? The chief told us that you had some trouble. He said something went down with a SWAT team, and you were in, you were in it bad? He said something went down with a SWAT, SWAT team and said I was in it bad? Yeah, they fucked my life over, Reed states. But I got them back good. I'm just waiting for the right moment, you know? You look at Frank, who just shrugs. Okay, well, well, Chief wants you back to work at the station. He says he needs you back to get your shit together, so, so let's go. Yeah, sure thing, Dick, Reed says as he goes back inside. You and Frank wait for him to return. Hey, Reed, you call that. There was a guy named Mr. Smith working at the station. He says it's FBI. You mentioned to Reed, who seems to stop what he's doing. What? There was a guy working there named Mr. Smith. Says he's with the FB fucking I. Fuck. You told anyone about this? Only you and Frankie baby here, you say shrugging. Why? Because that's not a real fucking name, Reed states. It is if he's with the FB fucking I. Let's just say they have their own way of doing things. And they don't toe the line. Why is he here? I got no idea. I tried to get it out of him. I reckon it has something to do with hot dog crime. Why else would he be here? Whatever, whatever it is, it's big. You drive Reed back to the police station in silence. When you arrive, Chief Pringerman addresses the pair of you. Hey boys, follow me to my office, he says. You and Frank follow him, looking around at the newly refurbished police station. Whoa, tree, Chief, has City Council upped our budget or something? Whoa, we even got a pinball machine. He laughs a bit. Yeah, something like that. But that's not why I called you in here. He reaches below his desk and takes out two envelopes. You glance at them with Frank. These arrived in the morning. They were pushed through the mail slot in the front door. He tosses them to you. You catch them and look at them. They're both from the same place. What's this? Read the fucking envelopes, dickhead. You open your envelope and read it. The writing is small, but the message seems pretty clear. Fuck off, or everyone dies. You feel your heart sink as you look up to the chief. I think you should open up the other one, he says to Frank. Frank, open it up, you say, your hands trembling. You watch Frank open his envelope and you feel your stomach drop. Fuck off or everyone dies. You accept your fate and sit quietly, too scared to make any sudden movements. Reed looks at the messages and speaks up. You nervously pour yourself a glass of water, your hand shaking, water spilling out of the cups. So we have two choices it seems. Everyone dies, or we let the maniac decide how it's going to be, Reed says. Reed's smart. He's right. The killer is smart. Everyone's been an idiot so far. And look where it got them. Dead. Who sent these, Chief? Is this to do with the hot dog vendor? The Yankee Stadium illegal hot dog trade? He stares into the middle distance for a minute, and then he turns to address you. These aren't the letters of some illegal hot dog vendor who wants us off his back, he says. The writing is neat, where the hot dog vendor's handwriting was messy. This is a different person. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little nervous about this, Chief. Chief Prengerman stops what he's doing and looks at you. Well, what is it, Chief? You're understating it if you think you're a little nervous. Frankly, I'm a little concerned about your reaction. What do you mean? I mean, it's one thing to be nervous about all of this. I'd be worried if you weren't. But I need you to know that, that you're going to be able to handle this. 
because there's no backing out now. Tell me truthfully, how do you feel right now? You take a deep breath and stand up straight. You speak with your eyes closed. Chief, I joined this force for one reason, to stop hot dog related crimes in Neo New York. I believe I'm on the verge of breaking something wide open here, and this letter seems to prove it. There's something going on in this city, and I sure as and it sure as fuck smells like hot dogs. Chief Pringerman smiles at you as you speak. Then what are you waiting for? Go cut your fucking murderer. You crack your knuckles and head out of the room. Frank and you jump into your police car. Holy shit, Frank. We better be careful. Someone is out there looking for us. Hmm, I'll say, Frank says, staring at the car's dashboard. I think my car's gun has disappeared. Frank shrugs and looks out the window. That's pretty fucking slack, Frank. You look on your police car computer for any leads for the hot dog killer. Fuck, you say, looking at the computer. Nothing's coming up. Frank stares at you blankly as you start the car and pull out. Well, what now? Uh, lunch at Gino's? You've worked up quite the appetite. Luckily, Gino's is just down the road, so you pull out and head to the takeout section of town. Gino's is exactly how you remembered it. Hey, Gino! How you going, my man? You got a table for two hungry boys in blue? Gino's eyes dart to the left. His eyes dart to the right. He looks up, then down, before his gaze finally comes to rest in the middle on you. Hello, he says. You grin and wave at him. Hello yourself. Frank and I would love a big bowl of your famous fettuccine, you say, as you take a seat at your favorite table by the window. Gino stares at you blankly. What, you ask? He leans in and looks around before whispering loudly at you. We don't have fettuccine. What? You ask incredulously. We don't have fettuccine. The fuck, Gino? What's going on? You say in a concerned tone. He leans in again. I don't know what's going on. A group of undercover health and safety inspectors came through a couple of weeks ago and they shut us down. Ah, oh, Gino. What did you do, Gino? What did you do? Gino looks at you and shrugs. What could I do? The health and safety guys have more power than the mafia. You hang your head in defeat. What happened, Gino? Don't tell me you got involved in hot dogs, Gino. That'd just about break my heart. Gino looks at you. Bro, I'm from Sicily. So? So? We invented hot dogs. Bullshit, Gino. Where's the proof? You're saying you and your kind are responsible for the hot dog crime epidemic? Eating our city alive, Gino? Gino sits and thinks for a minute before I'm nodding. Yeah, sounds about right. Frank, what do you make of all this? You turn to Frank. Frank stares at Gino and speaks for the first time since entering the restaurant. He's lying. Fuck you, pig. Gino spits out. Frank walks over to Gino and backhands him across the face, knocking him into the wall. Whoa, 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 easy, Frank, easy. You stand between the two men. Hey, let's all calm down here. Frank and Dean Gino are staring daggers at each other as you try to defuse the situation. What's all this about, Gino? What's with the sudden lies? Gino looks down and away, avoiding eye contact. Let's all calm down. How about you bring us a bowl of your famous al dente penne, Gino? And we can all forget about this. Gino nods and heads into the kitchen. After a few minutes, he returns with a big bowl of pasta. Here you are, officers, he says meekly. You pick up a piece of pasta on your fork and take a bite. Not bad. You wait for Gino to go back into the kitchen and then you say to Frank, Frankie, what was that all about? Gino ain't a bad guy. Frank frowns. 
I know he isn't. I don't know. I just get these feelings, you know. Sometimes I think you can see the future, you joke. Frank's frown deepens. Fuck off, he says, turning and walking into the kitchen. After a little while, you follow Frank into the kitchen. You enter the kitchen where you see Frank standing over Gino, who is lying on the kitchen floor. What the fuck happened? You ask. Frank looks up. I, I was trying to help Gino up and he just... He, he, he snapped. You look at the scene. Gino is lying on the floor, an empty shell of his former self. He's completely still. His skin has a blue tinge to it and his eyes are glazed over. You quickly feel for a pulse, but find nothing. Frank, what did you do? You say frantically. Frank stares at you with a confused look up on his face. What, what do you mean? I, I was trying to help him up and he just, he, he fell over. You rush over to Gino and check his pulse again just to be sure. Nothing. We got, we got to call an ambulance, right Frank? Frank is still standing there, staring at Gino's body. Frank, you shout. He snaps out of it. What? We need to call an ambulance. He looks over at Gino lying on the floor. He shrugs. Fuck it, I'm calling this in, Frank. Fine by me, he says, walking out of the kitchen. You call the police. They arrive quickly and start asking you questions. What happened here? One asks. I don't know, you answer exasperatedly. Gino just collapsed in the kitchen. Maybe a heart attack? He ate pizza for breakfast, after all. You're telling me this man just ate pizza for breakfast and died? That's it? Hey, I don't, I don't make the rules, you say. The cop looks over at Gino, who's now on a stretcher. You pour two co coffees from Gino's kitchen and then take one to Frank. You take in a seat next to Frank and hand him the coffee. Thanks, he says. Fuck, that was intense. You don't in agreement. We're going to have to stay down here until this all blows over, you know, Frank. I know, Frank replies. You get a call on your cell phone from Gerald. Hello, you ask? Oh, hey, Gerald. What the fuck did you do? He asks angrily. I don't know, Gerald. You tell me. A hot dog stand in a pizza joint just blew up, and I find a fucking suspicious that you took your partner to one of those places before the explosion. I, I can explain, you start to say. Save it, you're coming in. W wait, a, a hot dog stand just blew up? Where? You stand up, dropping your coffee on the floor. I don't know, some hot dog stand. Listen, just come in. The coffee stain was formed in the shape of Africa on the floor. I'm coming in, you say, ending the call. What's going on? Frank asks. That was Gerald. He says a hot dog stand was blown up. Suddenly the lights flicker on and off. And I think we just lost power. You hear a voice coming from somewhere outside. Hello, officers. Can you hear me? Asks the voice. Yes, Frank replies hesitantly. You draw your pistol. Frank, get down. I got a bad feeling about this one. What is it? Frank asks. I don't know, but I'm getting a very, very bad feeling about this, you say. The voice continues, unperturbed by your lack of reply. I'm going to release the lock on the door in 60 seconds. You can find your way out using the lights on your phones. The voice stops. 60. You wait, counting in your head. 59. Frank, who the fuck is out there? Are we in trouble? I don't know. 45. We're going to be in a lot of trouble. 30. We need to get out of here, Frank. I'm going through the door. You can do what you want. 20. Draw your gun, Frank. I don't know who's out there. 10. 
Frank draws his gun. Zero. The door opens. Blinding light floods into the room. You shield your eyes. You make out a silhouette in the doorway. Get up, they say. You're coming with us. Who the fuck are you? You scream. You have been listening to Hot Dog Crime Squad, Episode 1, Don't Eat the Hot Dogs. Created by Simon Cotty and written with AI Dungeon Dragon Engine. This episode of Deep Folk, Tales from the Generator, is a Studio Tour 2 production and was recorded in August of 2020. Yeah, they fucked my life over.